Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey everyone, I'm Jacqueline Johnson, the founder and CEO of Create and Cultivate, and this is Work Party, a podcast for a new generation of women who are ditching the rulebook and redefining the meaning of work on their own terms. In each episode, we bring in leading female entrepreneurs for real talk advice on the topics that matter most to the modern career woman, from hiring to mentorship to raising money and so much more. Whether you're pivoting to a new industry, negotiating a raise, turning your side hustle into a full-time gig, or pitching your company to investors, we're giving you the tips and tricks you need to take your career to the next level. Ready to make some money moves? Well, welcome to Work Party, the podcast. Hey guys, it's Jacqueline Johnson and welcome back to Work Party. Joining me today is Cami Crawford, the former Miss Teen USA winner chose an unconventional path by pursuing a career in TV after graduating college. And after years of local gigs and a few bouts of doubt, her hard work finally paid off. Now the creator and model works alongside Nev Shulman. Neve. <laughs> Keep that in. Neve. <laughs> I knew as soon as I said it, it was wrong. Works alongside Neve Shulman with her signature red flag and unfiltered expressions, broadening Catfish's narrative from poking holes in online dating tales to finding compassion and understanding for others. She also hosts her own podcast called Relationship and most recently was named Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Rookie for May. Amazing. I'm so excited to have Cammie on the work party today to talk about trusting your gut, following intuition, and making things happen. From mindset to confidence, she is the best advice for following your dreams. So let's just dive right in. Welcome, Cammie. Hey. So excited. <laughs> I joke like I got to meet you and I had just gotten through the whole COVID lockdown and had binged all 4,000 seasons of yes. Catfish yes. and felt like you were my new best friend. And then I like geeked out and was like, hi. Um, and now we are <laughs> friends in, in real life. Exactly. And it's so exciting. But I want to get into the early days because obviously that's how I got to know you and hear more about your story. But let's talk about the origin story. You're a former Miss Teen USA winner and dermatology student turned communications graduate. Yeah. So many different things. So take us back to like pageant life. You're getting into it. What excited you about that and how did it all come to life? So I was in high school. I was a junior and my best friend, who's still one of my best friends till this day, she was a senior and she competed in the Miss Maryland Teen USA pageant a few years before that. She was like getting into modeling and like she was doing her thing. 
I didn't know anything about pageants. Like I had never, I think I had watched one pageant one time when I was like getting a pedicure at a Vietnamese nail salon and like the pageant was in Vietnam. So they were playing it and I was like, oh, this is cool. But I didn't know anything about pageantry. Like I was never tapped in, so I didn't really get it. But we were leaving school one day and my friend Jessica was like, you should do Miss Maryland Teen USA this year. I think you would have fun and you would make friends. And I was like, okay, cool. So then I went home and like went online, went on the website and I told my mom, like, I think I'm going to do this pageant. My mom was like, why? <laughs> totally. <laughs> I was like, I just think it would be fun. Jessica said it would be fun. And my mom is like very competitive. She's an Aries. So like she does not play. Like it doesn't matter if it's tic-tac-toe. She's going to win. So she was like, okay, well, if we're going to do this, then we we're have going to, all we're the going way. all the way to the top. <laughs> and it just honestly kind of like spiraled into me competing for the state pageant, like three months later, I think. I, think wow. I had like three to five months to prepare for the state pageant and then won that at the end of October. And then Miss Teen USA was in July. So like very fast track to what most girls compete like their whole lives in. Their whole lives. Toddlers and TR style. Like it's very much a thing. And I was so new, but I think that that kind of like freshness was a relief to some of the judges and totally. the organization. Like, you know, they wanted kind of like a, a fresh perspective and I was so like doe-eyed and didn't know shit. So I think it was perfect. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> but I love that. But the thing about pageants is like, you have to have a lot of confidence. Like you're going on a stage, you're presenting yourself, you're doing skills or t- whatever. And yeah. like, that's a lot for being a teenager. Like, where do you think you develop that sense of confidence? I think because I'm a big sister in real life. Like I'm the oldest of six girls. I I just never really had a choice. Like it it was always, you have to be the leader. Everyone's looking at you. Like you have to be a role model. That was instilled at me in me at a young age. And I have sisters ranging from 28 to 15. So, you know, there's, there's a big, there's a big gap. Wow. So I think that from there, like I, I didn't really have an option and I've always kind of taken that like leader role in things. I was captain of my cheerleading squad. And like, I, I, always kind of led different groups and things like that in school. So that part of like the leadership aspect of it and role model part of it was kind of like already, already instilled. And I got to thank my mother for that because she's, she is that she's girl. The boss. Yeah, she's the boss. But then as far as confidence that was developed, because I was definitely not the most confident throughout middle school. Like I think I didn't develop my confidence until freshman year of high school because I was bullied a lot in elementary and middle mm. school. So I didn't really have the space. And then I kind of like, did my little high school rebrand where I was like, actually, no, I'm going to be confident. Like I'm, I've decided I'm going to be, I'm going to be that girl that I've always wanted to the be. The high school rebrand is mm-hmm. so real. Mm-hmm. You can also do that throughout other things like the oh, college yeah. rebrand, yes. the new job rebrand. Yes. Like that is so, I remember when I moved to LA, everyone called me Jackie forever. Mm-hmm. And then I rebranded to Jacqueline, Jacqueline. and it mm-hmm. was like a hilarious joke, but I was like, no. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. This no. is the new and improved. No, I 1000% get it. I have one of my sisters, Victoria. She's known for the rebrand. Every year she has a rebrand. She's like, okay, so this fall I'm going to rebrand. I'm going to go for like more of like a, more of like a Chateau Marmont look, like a very, you know, turtleneck, like, you know, very, very this, like she, she is very much like that. I love a rebrand, but if I'm going to go, I'm going to go. Go big. So like I went from insecure and sad to the Miss most Miss Teen USA. It's going to like switch it up, really yeah. change it up. No, I, I love that so much. And and so pageant world is a very specific world. You got into it. You crushed it. You're at the top. And then you make this transition to entertainment. So mm-hmm. to, how did that go? Like, was it similarly you came in and your mom's like, we got this? Or was it a whole new world and kind of scary? Well, 
junior year of high school was when I had decided that I wanted to be a doctor. Like that was my thing. I was on that trajectory. I was like, I want to be a dermatologist. There was a girl in one of my classes that had psoriasis and everyone acted like she had like leprosy. Like it was really, it was really sad and scary to watch the way that people treated her based off of a skin condition that she couldn't help or or change. Yeah. And as much as she tried, like no one would, people wouldn't even sit next to her. And that kind of like, people are so mean and high schoolers are terrible. Teenagers are the worst. So that kind of put me on that path. And I was like, this is what I want to do. But then after I won Miss Teen USA, I had more opportunities being in front of the camera. And I was Mm. like, oh, like I could do something else. Like I could be good at something else. And I, I never really had thought about it because my whole life, all I had known was like, People do traditional doctor, lawyer, doctor, lawyer, surgeon, like (laughs) teacher. You're you're not going to do that. Like, oh, well, then you're not going to have employment. Totally. So I didn't even know that that could be a job, even though I grew up watching E! News. And like, you know, I've I've seen TV hosts, obviously, because I watch a lot of TV. So I knew that it was a job, but I didn't really know how people got those jobs or like cultivated those skills. Cultivate. Cultivate. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't really know. So, you know actually doing it, I realized like, oh, I I could be good at this. And then I just was like, okay, I told my parents, you know, I'm I'm dropping out of bio. I'm going to start communications. Like I bawled my eyes out. I was like, I'm so sorry. Like I felt like a failure. And my mom was like, first of all, this is what you should have always been doing. Mm. Like, this is amazing. My dad was like, thanks for not making us pay for (laughs) 12 years of med school. Like that would have sucked. So they were so on board and like completely supportive and that really helped me. That's amazing. So yeah. then you assumably get to Hollywood. You get you you get not Florida, but California. Yeah. You're <laughs> yes. Hollywood, California. <laughs> yes. And tell us about how it all sort of happened and sort of that path to catfish. I started my career, I would say, in television at 19. So I'm 29 now. So 10 wow. years ago, which is That's crazy. Young. Yeah. Yeah, young, young. But I knew yeah. what I wanted. So I was like, I'm going to start pitching myself out to like local news stations I'm going to start doing press junkets. I'm going to start doing red carpets. Like I just really dove in and kind of just made connections wherever I could. But at that time I was in New York and I was loving it. I was, you know, really enjoying my life there. And I never saw myself leaving the East Coast because I'm an East Coast girl. I'm from Maryland. Like this is is my jam. I never saw myself moving to L.A. ever. I used to be like, I will never live in L.A. I will never be that girl. I'll never because it was like the pageant trajectory that you would win a pageant and then move to LA. Like, yeah. And it felt like the dumping ground for beauty queens. And I was like, <laughs> I don't want to be a part of that. Lo and behold, I became a part of that. But it was the best decision that I could have made in my life. I got an email about coming on Catfish as a guest, mm. which I actually thought was me getting catfished because I was like, there's no, <laughs> no way. way in working in this business for as long as I had, which was seven years up until that point. Nobody just reaches out to you and asks you if you want to guest co-host the biggest show on a network. Like, that's not a thing, especially a show that I've been a fan of since the documentary. Like the, it doesn't happen. So I just like took the leap and I was like, fine, I'll do it. And at the same time, I was having my quarter century life crisis where I was like, what am I doing with my life? Maybe I'll move to L.A. All of these things were happening at the same time. And I saw that the production offices for Catfish were in Burbank, California. So I was like, this is a sign. We were just talking about signs. Like I look for the signs. We need <laughs> all the signs. All Give the me signs. a sign. And I made the move. And after I moved to L.A., it was like everything opened up for me. Every opportunity that I wanted that I thought was just like a dream that who knows if it's going to happen or not. It it started actually happening. And then Catfish asked me to be the permanent co-host and the, the rest was history. 
Let's take a brief pause from today's episode to talk about NetSuite. The CFOs that get it, get it. The CFOs that don't, don't. Let's talk about the CFO, the chief financial officer. Today's CFO is critical to the strategy and success of any business. And in growing companies, there are two kinds of CFOs. One who struggles to keep up, spreadsheets everywhere, manual processes, human error, lack of visibility into the numbers, and it takes weeks to close the books when you're this type of CFO. And the other kind who is on top of their game, has automated reports where inventory, e-commerce, and HR flow into the financial model seamlessly. And insights come with the click of a button. For those of you who aren't familiar with this incredibly innovative tool, NetSuite is the leading integrated cloud business software for enterprise resource planning. It helps you manage inventory, track financials, host e-commerce stores, and maintain customer relationships. In other words, it'll take your business to the next level by helping you stay organized, effective, and efficient. As small businesses start to grow and scale, it becomes more important than ever to keep these areas buttoned up and running smoothly so you can take on new opportunities without letting other areas fall apart. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR planning, and budgeting, NetSuite is everything you need to grow your business all in one place. That's why NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system used by over 29,000 growing businesses. Trust me, they know what they're doing. And like I told you, the CFOs that get it, they get it. The CFOs that don't, they don't. And if your number one priority is growing your business, NetSuite is going to be your new BFF. You'll be able to automate your processes, close your books in time, and stay ahead of your competitors. In fact, 93% of surveyed businesses increase their visibility and control right after upgrading to NetSuite. I can't emphasize that 29,000 businesses already use NetSuite. Yes, 29,000. Head to netsuite.com slash party to receive a special one-of-a-kind financing offer. That's netsuite.com slash party. netsuite.com slash party. All right, let's get back to the episode. So tell me about those like guest host moments. Like, cause you're like, I got to go in and kill this. Like you get, you kind of get like that one shot. Like what was going through your head? Like, were you giving yourself pep talks? Did you prepare anything or how did you go into it? No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Catfish has been the easiest job I think that I've ever had in my life because I get to just be myself all the time, which is the most insane thing. And I feel like I've been able to kind of build a brand off of that, which Mm. I feel so grateful for because I can't imagine having to be anyone else or act any other way other than just being me. I don't think that people who were watching the season when they had all the guests on after Max left knew that everyone was being auditioned, but everyone was being auditioned. And so they had originally asked me to come on and just do two episodes. I did the two episodes. They were like, let's have you do two more. I came on, did two more. Then they were like, let's have you do two more. And I was like, okay, like, let's just, let's just keep it going until you just realize that like, I'm not leaving because I'm still going to show up here. Totally. Every day. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to show up until I can't show up anymore. And um, that, that was that. And I just, up until Sports Illustrated, which is the newer thing in my life, I had never been a part of something where I just immediately felt like the love for just being me. Like Mm -hmm. I had never been in a situation where nobody was telling me what to do because in pageantry, it's very, you know, they have their formula. But like this was just like when I started Catfish, they were just like, be you. Yeah. Everything that you're saying is great. We love all of it. 
I love it. And that is such a skill, too, because I feel like the moment a camera turns on me, I immediately turn into a news anchor. I'm like, welcome and hello. <laughs> Tonight at nine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it's, I can't even imagine, like, to your point, like, it just feels so comfortable. Like, you rolling your eyes, you being like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like, it all feels very organic, which is also a skill, I would say, yeah. for sure. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about sort of like you were mentioning the signs, things you're into. So you mentioned before that you're leaning into your human design. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to gain a greater sense of understanding of who you are, where you're going, and you're a projector. Yes. So tell us a little bit, for people who maybe don't know, what human design is and what a projector is. Okay, so I had an amazing human design expert on our podcast. And basically, human design is... she The way she described it was like, you know, a lot of people look to astrology mm-hmm. for like who they are as a person and like what makes up your personality and stuff like that. But your human design is actually the thing that if you actually live in it and what it is designed for your body and like even the way that you eat food, the way that you listen to music, like if you actually lean into it, you can maximize your success and like your happiness, which I'm all about that. Like whatever I can do, whatever, crystals, like I got really into crystals over the pandemic. (laughs) We're charging those crystals. (laughs) We're doing all the things. So I'm a projector, which means that my whole like life goal, my purpose is to accept the invitation. Mm. So even, but basically the way she was describing it to me is, and her name is AC Brown. If you don't follow her, she's incredible. The way she was describing it to me is my only job is to just be myself and all of the opportunities that I get will be based off of that and they will come to me. And my only job is to accept the invitation. And when she explained it to me, my brain exploded because I was like, that's all I've been doing anyway. Like, that's, And that's, it's been working. And it works. Yeah. And it works. So that's what I've been doing when it comes to everything from career to dating, like whatever it is, just accepting the invitation, like knowing that it will find me. I don't have to seek it out. I can just continue to be me, continue to build what I'm doing and all of the blessings and things that I'm supposed to receive are going to come to me. So it's very much like I don't chase, I attract, but like in real life. I am dead because I'm a manifesting generator, <gasps> which means all I do is chase. Oh my God. <laughs> but you make shit happen. But I make shit happen. Yeah. And when I did the human design thing, it blew my mind. Yeah. Like I was like, oh my God, this is so me. Like yes. I'm just like, I, I think I'm going to do that. And then I do it. My whole life has been that. And it's, that makes and everyone, so much sense. Right? I love that. My it's, mom is also a manifesting generator. And I'm an Aries. So <gasps> I, yes, I, am, about this. I am your mom. Yeah, you are my mom. <laughs> yeah. You guys are the same. You're the same. <laughs> oh my God. I love it so much. Okay. So let's talk about being a sports illustrated swim rookie. How did it feel one to get that phone call and to be part of such a huge campaign? I was shook. It was another thing where I was just doing my thing and did not realize that people from SI, MJ and Joe and like the team were following me and like watching me because I've been such a fan for, I mean, Tyra, like yeah. since <laughs> Tyra, Tyra, one more like, Tyra. Hello. Like uh, I've been such a fan for my whole life. And she's amazing. I had known that it was something that I wanted, but I was honestly too afraid to go for it. Like when they started doing the Instagram search and stuff like that, I would see it and I would be like, oh my God, like I would love to do that, but I can't put myself out there. Like, I, I don't know why, I, but I, also, the invitation. I wasn't invited. Yeah. I wasn't invited. Like with the pageant, I was invited. My friend was like, you should do this. And I did it. And and that's what happened. But like, I hadn't been invited yet. So I was just like, you know what? It will come to me. If it's meant to be, it will come to me. And for the past, you know, year and some change, I've already had already been on like a full wellness 360 journey with therapy and fitness. I got my trainer who's like my second therapist. He's amazing. And, you know, I had already been working on myself in that way. 
And I already felt strong and fit and like the best I've ever felt. And it, it wasn't even like a weight loss journey situation. It was really just an overall wellness and like for my happiness. I had also went through a breakup that was like really traumatic and it was the best thing for my mental health to totally. just be in the gym. Like who knew? It boosts your serotonin levels, allegedly. I didn't know. <laughs> so I had already been doing that. And then I got a call from my modeling agent that, you know, I hadn't been modeling for years because I've been doing catfish. catfish. Yeah. There was no time. So he called me and was like, hey, Sports Illustrated wants to have a meeting with you. And I was like, uh, yes. yes. <laughs> so we have the meeting. I'm thinking it's just like an intro meeting. And it's with MJ, who's the queen of SI. And... The whole time we're talking, she's like, yeah, so we're so excited to have you this year as a rookie, blah, blah, blah. And like, she's talking, but I, it's not registering to me that like, I'm actually doing this. Yeah. I thought that this was like a high nice to meet you. Yeah. And then she said it again later. And I was like, I'm sorry, can you, can you run that back for it? What are you, what are you saying? <laughs> are you, you saying? She's like, I'm inviting you to be. <laughs> she's like, you're going to be our newest rookie. And I, I think of my brain just exploded yeah it just yeah. went off it just logged off because I could not I could not even take the idea of it and then it, everything just happened so quickly like they announced me before we even shot for the issue and then a month later we shot the issue in St. Croix which was insane and incredible and like I'm so thrilled oh how I love to hear that sweet sweet sound it's the sound of another sale on Shopify the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Allow me to hit pause on today's interview to talk about all things commerce. When it comes to building your brand, developing your online presence, and opening your store, Shopify helps you take the necessary steps to move your ideas from ambition into action with the help of their powerful selling tools. I remember when I was in the early stages of launching Create and Cultivate, I had a million and one questions and it took a lot of trial and error to evolve it into a brand we know and love today. I wish I would have had Shopify's help in the beginning as it takes care of some of the fundamental groundwork you need to lay in order to launch and scale a successful business. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources they need, once reserved for big businesses only, so that upstart startups and established businesses alike can sell anywhere, anytime, as well as synchronize their online and in-person sales. Scaling your business is a, a journey of endless possibility. Believe me, Crane Cultivate started out selling a few tickets to smaller scale events and downloadables here and there. And today we're selling a plethora of digital content, IRL and virtual events, our vegan leather goods line, and so, so, so much more. I also love the fact that Shopify operates from a social impact point of view, since that is absolutely aligned with both Create and Cultivate and Work Party's brand values. Like mine, Shopify powers millions of businesses from first sale to full scale. And you can reach customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps for things like Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and Pinterest. We all know and love those channels. And my favorite part of the platform is the way that they use synchronizing online and in person. Super, super simple. You can gain insights as you grow with a detailed analysis and report of your conversion rates, profit margins, and more. Speaking from experience, these numbers are super crucial when it comes to pitching investors later down the road. And you'll be happy you start tracking them when you did. Anyways, I can't speak highly enough about this platform. If you're a small business owner looking to take the next leap, please go check it out. And as always, I'm going to hook you guys up with a stellar deal. Go to shopify.com slash party, all lowercase for a free 14 day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. 
Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash party right now. That's S-H-O-P-I-F-Y dot com slash party. One thing I do want to talk about is like you are obviously a massive influencer on social media. And with that comes, and especially because you're part of a show that I was going to say captures trolls, but like captures (laughs) captures trolls, but like that deals with people who are sometimes really awful on the internet. Mm -hmm. Like you must deal with so much inbound insanity Mm -hmm. from not only catfish, but also just from being a woman on the internet. Mm -hmm. So how do you handle that? Like, how do you put boundaries up? How do you react to negative comments? Like, you know, I feel like you must be getting an influx. Yeah. I think as someone who has overcome being bullied by learning the best clapbacks in the world, my mom would literally sit me down and like, teach me clapbacks to say to people when they would fuck with me. Obsessed with and your mom. <laughs> Obsessed with best. your mom. She's the yeah. best. Like on top of her being Aries manifesting generator, she's also Jamaican. She does not play. <laughs> so she's like, you, I didn't raise a punk. Like we're gonna, we're gonna boost you up. And so I've, I've, it just comes so naturally to me. And I think also being a Scorpio and like really leaning into that, like the stinger, she goes. So I, can 1000% obliterate anyone on the internet. doesn't matter who they are. I have grown though, and I have chosen <laughs> not to do that. We have done the cases. work. We have yes. done the work. I've come such a long way because man, like I used to aim, point and shoot without hesitation. And yeah. it doesn't take anything out of me. And that's the problem. So with through therapy and through self-work, I have realized that there is an option on Instagram where you can just have comments from people who follow you. Mm. And you, if they don't follow you, then they can't comment, which limits the trolling some. Yeah. Like I would say maybe 75% because there are still people who will like follow just to comment and yeah. say whatever they want. Twitter is a free for all. TikTok is a hell on earth. Shit show, yeah. So you can say whatever you want. But the way that I handle it is... I try to remind myself that for every negative comment, there are thousands of positive ones. And if I lean too much into the negative, I'm giving this person energy when I should be giving all these people who love and support me the energy that they deserve for loving and supporting me. Now, sometimes I do like to make an example out of people. I'm not going to pretend like I, you know, just (laughs) handle every now and then when I have the time, usually when I'm on the toilet and I don't have (laughs) anything better to do. And I just want to lay into someone. Oh, yeah. Oh, because I love confrontation. Like I will 1000% go for it. But sometimes I have chosen and I did. I've done this a lot recently. I'll start typing and I'll just be like, you know Mm, what? No, not worth it. And I just delete. And that that is enough. Because honestly, most times when you react to these people, they're like, oh my God, I'm your biggest fan. I love the show. I just, I just, I don't know what I was saying, but like, I love you. So Uh, that doesn't happen to me. (laughs) (laughs) They go in deeper. Yeah, I know. It's it's wild. But it's like, I feel like I, I get maybe one troll a year, but like, it's always someone who I think creates a fake account or whatever. Like, it's not Mm -hmm. like a person that's like, oh crap, like they notice me type yeah. deal. It's like, oh, I am, I created a fake email, which is like so much fucking work. Mm-hmm. And I'm like coming for you. Yeah, I get both. Yeah. But I always say that haters are just confused fans. Like, so true. They're actively watching and secretly supporting, but they're just mad because they could never do it or they don't have the confidence to do it. And they can't understand people who are just being themselves and like being great at that and being loved for that. So 
you know, I try to redirect them in the right Same. direction. I just say, you okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you good? <laughs> you good? That pisses them off that even more. Off. They hate that. Truly my favorite. Like yeah. one time some girls like, maybe lay off the Botox and focus <gasps> more like something like crazy. And I just like wrote back. I'm like, you okay? Like jammers wanted no, i've had that insane. before on but, my fitness stuff they're like they oh. write all kinds of crazy stuff Ugh. and i'm like if you want to work out with my trainer you could just say that and one girl was actually like i do really want to work out with him i just live so far away okay i feel you okay all good i get it are you feel better feel better now that you've we've got this off our chest <laughs> god people are crazy it is i just could never imagine being like no too much like no. no way there's no way i just i'm always like good for you get it Girl. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. So you were also honored in this year's Crate and Cultivate 100 yes. list. Love it. And something you said in your future was simple yet super poignant. Something as simple as questioning why there isn't a woman of color darker than me in a campaign or why there isn't an LGBTQIA plus identifying person being tapped in an article regarding BIPOC issues can create a space where we are all being seen and heard. Mm -hmm. How have you seen growth in the industry through these actions? You know, obviously you are a power player in the Hollywood scene. Now you're doing a million different things. And so all of a sudden you have a lot more power, right? Yeah. How have you been seeing that create more inclusive environments, if at all? I think it's it's coming a ways. There's still always a long ways to go. I think that what I like to call like the reprise of the Black Lives Matter movement, because Black lives have always mattered and it has always mm. been an issue and something that we've always been trying to bring light to. But, you know, two years ago when, you know, all the protests and things were happening and it was getting more press and like vocalized than before. Of course companies and brands and everyone realized like we need to step our shit up because this is bad and people were having to look internally and be like okay what can we do how can we make like we need to make changes and I think you know we saw some you know performative situations where this was occurring and we saw some people who are actually taking action so the ones that were actually taking action have still continued to do that but then the ones that were performative have kind of fallen back off totally. and you know gone back to their regular scheduled programming mm -hmm. Which is unfortunate, but I think I think we are seeing it. I think that just my stance has always been to create more seats at the table, like pull up more chairs, like just because I'm there, that's not enough for me. That's never going to be enough for me. It's not enough for me to be the darkest person in a brand campaign. Like, I don't I don't want that. I don't want to be a part of that. I want to make sure that my sisters and my friends and everyone who supports me and follows me also feels represented in what it is that I'm doing. I'm never going to accept a brand campaign or a collab that does not reflect the people that are in my life because the people that are in my life are also majority of the people who follow me. So I want to make sure that everyone feels represented. I have a really wide range of demographic of followers. And I love that because I'm able to teach different people different things and different perspectives. So I want to make sure that everybody feels seen and heard and supported in everything that I do. And is it always what's popular? No. <laughs> do brands love it? No. But I am quick to respond to a brand that wants to send me it. I don't care how much money it is. I really don't. Because at the end of the day, not all money is good money. And like, if I can teach you to do something better... Mm -hmm then you can pay me to to promote you. But like, I want to see it first. So there have been plenty of brands that have reached out to me and I've hit them back and been like, I don't see a black person on your website. That's not going to work for me. Like, I'm sorry, but please reach back out when I can see more diversity on your website like yeah. or on your Instagram. If I have to scroll 10 times before I see a black person or an Asian person or a native person, like 
that's too many scrolls. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Too many scrolls. And it can't. I'm also realizing because I, I had to check myself the other day because I was looking at a post. I think some news outlet posted of like a roundup of people that I think were going to be on on a show or like on a red carpet or something. And I scrolled and it was like four white people. And first thought in my mind was they couldn't find a black person for this roundup. But then I started thinking, what about Asian people? What about Pacific Islanders? Like, what about Hispanic people? Like, they also don't see themselves. So it can't just be black or white. Like, we have to make sure that we're being as inclusive as possible. We're never going to be 100% right every single time. But like, let's get as close as we possibly can so that everybody feels seen. Totally. And maybe it's like my world peace pageant mind frame, but like, I would like to see it. It would make me feel better. <laughs> no, I think it. more people would want to see it. And I think it's, you know, great that you're going back to brands. And I think it's still frustrating that they're not loving it, right? Mm-hmm. Like that they're annoyed maybe by your feedback because it's such important feedback for them to get yeah. that they can't get the talent that they want because of that. And like, maybe they're not the decision makers, but they could like elevate that yeah. to they the right say people. They will. Yeah. They always, they're always like, we totally appreciate this feedback. We're going to bump this up. And then I don't hear from them. And then we've never heard from them again. (laughs) No, for sure. And, and, you know, it's, but I think that's, that's such an important stance to take. So that's incredible. I want to take a quick break to talk to you guys about Newly. So summer has definitely been on my mind lately with so many trips and events on the books. I know I'm going to need a wardrobe refresh. At the same time, I also feel some of these outfits are only going to be used once. Who can relate? So I keep asking myself, how do I curate the best summer wardrobe for myself and do it at a fraction of the cost? And after a little research, I think I might have found the solution. And that is my monthly clothing rental subscription with Newly. So let's just start off with the cost, shall we? Newly is a subscription clothing rental service that charges just $88 a month for a variety of styles that would end up normally costing you in the thousands. Included in that low monthly fee, you receive your choice of any six styles each month, and it's totally up to you. You'll also have access to thousands of styles for more than 300 brands, everything from party dresses to premium denim and even some one-of-a-kind vintage pieces. Newly also stocks all their styles in a range of sizes from petite to plus and maternity. And bonus, they carry all my favorite labels like Free People, For Love and Lemons, Love Shack Fancy, Anthropology. Lisa says, "Gah, remember when we had her on the podcast, still loving her with fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. And if you fall in love with one of your rental pieces and you decide, I don't want to part with it, Newly also gives you the option to buy what you love at a discounted price, sometimes like up to 70% off. Hello, amazing. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the new season. So please do yourself a favor and stock up on some new dresses for every summer event without breaking the bank. And you can say yes to all the summer trends from a Y2K throwback, checker print, and crochet without feeling that fast fashion ick. Get all the warm weather fashion you need while you need it. And then Newly worries about everything else for you. Dream closet unlocked. Newly is already a great value at $88 a month, as I mentioned before. And with this package, you'll receive any six styles you want. But right now, you will also get $10 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code PARTY10. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code PARTY10 and sign up and get 10 bucks off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com. Newly with two U's, code PARTY10. Newly subscription clothing rentals change your clothes. Now, back to the episode. 
So you obviously are super busy. You have a ton going on. So what is next for you? Anything new or exciting? Obviously, you have your podcast, mm-hmm. which I'd love you to tell our listeners a little bit yes. about. Yes, relationship also on Dear Media, of course. We keep things in the family here. Yes. It's doing so well. It's a relationship advice podcast where people write in their relationship stories and it, it runs from everything from romantic to coworker relationships. Like there's all kinds of things going on there. It's doing great. And I'm so, so happy about it. Like I could not be happier to just like have started this because I was scared. Like I was genuinely scared to start a podcast. I was like, everybody and their mom has a podcast. Totally. Like, who cares what I have to say? Apparently some people. I love it. <laughs> well, I also think post COVID everyone coming out of their shell, starting to date again. It's like a perfect mm-hmm. time to start having these conversations when everyone's like been off their game for two years yeah. or whatever. And like reemerging in a whole new world. That's somewhat virtual masks, man, man, I don't know, whatever. There's a lot that's changed in the dating universe. I feel like in the last two years, even my single friends are like, how the hell do I do this anymore? I know. Well, I'm newly single and I'm like, how the hell do I do this at all? (laughs) Like what, what even is this? I don't, Uh, I don't know anything about it. So I have the podcast and then obviously Catfish is filming constantly and like, you know, there's some really great things in the works, but then SI is coming out. I'm so excited this summer. To see it. And like, I'm just so excited to just like devote my time to that and just be like, because I, you know what? I realize it, it's my Scorpio water sign energy. I'm just like, I'm only going to look like this once and have this free time Girl. right now. So I have to maximize it. I need to go out and wear as the little bit, be the as naked as possible that I can <laughs> before I get wifed up by somebody and have to put on some more clothes. As someone who is a hundred years older than you, that is the best advice I could just. I wish you were like naked during this podcast. Yes, I'd be too. like, God bless. Like me truly, too. like it is that that is the one thing when I look back in my twenties where I was like, oh God, I I remember being like, I'm so fat and like Mm-mm. I hate my thighs and like whatever. And then I was like, you looked fucking great. Yeah. yeah. It's always when you look back on old pictures where at the time you felt like you looked your worst and you're like, this is a PSA for everyone. Yeah. Naturally. Like you're only going to be younger, more beautiful than you are today. Um, (laughs) So take that nude. Take that nude. Yeah. Take that, take that weird nude. Don't send it to anyone. Just keep it in your personal private collection. No, I, I love it. So let's end with some sentence finishers. I'm not productive unless my day starts with making my bed. Mm, that is amazing. And that, yeah. that is very like Scorpio energy that yeah. like, you got to have it. Like I was going to say matcha, but then I was like, honestly, if I leave my bed a mess, the rest of the day is bound to be off. a mess. Yeah. It's totally bound to be a mess. The best career advice I've ever received. Don't be afraid of boxing yourself in mm. like, just, just go, just do. And like, I don't know if I'm supposed to elaborate on these things because it's no, go. You're good. You're doing it. Good. You're but great. like, don't box. Don't worry about boxing yourself in. Like my TV host and coach, I, I used to tell her like, but I want to be this kind of host. Like, this is what I want to do. And she was like, okay, but you're really good at this right now. Like you're, you're really excelling in the beauty space and like doing these, everything else is going to come. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to worry about the things that I was doing in TV before catfish are completely different than what I'm doing on catfish, but it didn't, it didn't matter. Yeah. Like it didn't matter. It's a, it's a way to get your foot in the door. So just like, don't worry about it. I was willing when I moved to LA, I started looking up PA jobs. Cause I was like, I don't care if I have to get Juliana Rancic's coffee every single day. I just want to be in the building. Yeah. Like I, <laughs> I don't care. That's how, so how you do it. That, that's, that's how, how you do it. Done. That's how it's done. Okay. The worst advice I've ever received start small. Mm, yeah. Go big. <laughs> Go no, big. Just try a pageant and then win the entire yes, thing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I remember, you know, even my dad, because like, you know, 
our parents, like they don't know about this world. So like my dad was like, I was born in Cleveland, Ohio. Rare fact about me. So my dad was like, why don't you go to Ohio and like start doing like anchoring at a local news station? And I was like, that sounds like the opposite (laughs) of the direction that I'm trying to go to. Like I'm used to starting from nothing and winning Miss Teen USA. Yeah. I'm not going to Ohio when I could just go straight to New York. Like I, I, maybe it's my own delusion that I choose to live in, but I'm like, I'm going straight to, straight to the top. Yeah. Bring me to the Empire State Building. Exactly. I I totally (laughs) was very similar to like, I was living in Florida and I was like, I'm moving to New York. And they're like, no, you're not. And I was like, I'm watch, watch watch me. And sure enough, but like, I think it's like that energy, like that energy from a young age, like, don't try and stifle it. I yeah. think it's it's really like so telling how you are. Like I even to this day, my mom's like, you're the exact same human you were when you were like 12 and bossing everyone around and yes. whatever. I feel my best when my nails, lashes and brows are done and I have a laser. Absolutely. I yeah. could not agree more. Mm-hmm. Like nails, just, it's like there's something about it. Anyway, you look yeah. incredible. Thank so you. I hope you're feeling good. No, I don't have my lashes done, but uh, I will feel great after Thursday. Cannot wait. <laughs> so where can our listeners follow you and listen to your incredible podcast? Well, relationships on Dear Media. So you can just click on over and watch it there or listen. And then we have our Instagram account at relationship. But then if you want to follow me, I'm at Cammie Crawford, K-A-M-I-E. A A lot of people like to leave the E off, but Mm -hmm. it's there for added drama. So please leave it on. Cammie Crawford on all platforms. Amazing. Thank you, Cammie. Yes, thank you. Yay! For more inspiring conversations like this one, follow the Work Party podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to rate and review us or show us some love on social. We love seeing you tune in every week and share your favorite episodes. We're at Work Party on Instagram and at It's a Work Party on Facebook and Twitter. I'm your host, Jacqueline Johnson, and this is Work Party. <laughs>